This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. For your December the 2nd, I'm Dustin Huffman. We're talking right now with Matt Bennett of agmarket.net. Matt, we have seen some interesting uh, movement in the markets. Uh, soy oil really taking it on the chin. What are we looking at going into this Friday? Well, you know, the trade's definitely kind of ramped up about this uh, renewable fuel standard proposal from the USDA. Now, these aren't going to be uh, set in stone until next summer, but essentially uh, they were disappointing to the trade, and that's part of the reason that beans really got beat up there on Thursday. Yes, yeah, soil was down largely on that uh, discussion, but the other thing with soybeans, you know, is that they're talking about a pretty good uh, weather pattern for Argentina over the next uh, week to 10 days. They've been really dry for a while, and so uh, you've got to assume if they start getting some rainfall, it's certainly going to put some pressure on the market. We've also been hearing uh, out of Brazil that the weather's been outstanding for them to grow a a good soybean crop. Are are we hearing that uh, it could be in those top five uh, yield returns there? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the bulk of Brazil has been great. It's just been southern Brazil and Argentina that's been dry. And so, uh, you know, we've got to see how that plays out. La Nina is still partially, uh, it's still intact, uh, so to speak. It's just not near as strong as what it once was. But, uh, you know, it could certainly have an impact moving forward. And so uh, you've got to keep an eye on it. But at the time, it sure looks like Brazil's in really good shape. Uh, you know, they could be looking at one of those 150 million metric ton crops like some people have suggested already. If that's the case, and there's no question that it's going to be uh, uh, probably putting U.S. bean exports in a pretty tough situation after you get, you know, into that February time frame. And also, what's that going to mean for the prices then if, if Brazil has a good crop and, and Argentina's ends up being better? Yeah, I mean, there's no question that that would put pressure on prices. Uh, we've talked to producers for quite some time about, hey, you know what, these are awfully good prices, both for old beans and new beans. Uh, at least uh, putting some worst-case scenarios into place would make sense. Set a floor into the market, you know, and then uh, uh, whenever it gets right down to it, hopefully we'll have a shot at, uh, uh, you know, this market coming back at some point. But if they do have that kind of uh, production down there, it, it's going to put a lot of pressure on prices moving forward. Now, we've been talking a lot about beans, but corn has been kind of quietly moving lower as well. What's been driving that market? You know, it's kind of a path of least resistance right now. You know, I think with corn, you know, the RFS uh, announcement as well uh, looks like it it wasn't necessarily uh, rosy up front. But over the long haul, it actually looks to me like it's not going to be such a bad situation. You know, and and so I think with corn, it's just one of those things that you've absolutely got to feed a bull every day. Now, it's been interesting to see yesterday. You know, you saw that the dollar just got plummeted. And, uh, you know, uh, in that case, you usually don't see corn market moving lower. So it's going to be really interesting to see how we go into the weekend. But definitely uh, trying to kind of uh, work on some support levels in here. It's just been a range-bound trade for so long that, uh, you know, people want to pay very close attention whenever you get up around resistance or down around support. Because if you go ahead and start breaking out of this, uh, it could be a really interesting market. Moving over to livestock, Matt, what are we looking at in those cattle markets? You know, you've got to assume that cattle, based upon the fundamentals, are going to be awfully strong, especially if you take the corn market lower, you know. And so, uh, you know, as we talk here today, it's really, really quiet. There's not much going on. Feeders are up a little bit, uh, but fats are really not doing much. You look over at the hog market, and it's pretty strong. Uh, but I think a lot of that has to do with, uh, you know, with feeders and hogs. 
cheaper feed, you know. Uh, and so anytime you see your inputs go uh, uh, down, it certainly gives you a little bit of pause uh, or a reason to go ahead and rally this market. So uh, I think whenever you're looking at fats on down the road, you can see a lot of excitement just due to sheer numbers. Uh, I, I think that we're going to have to have, uh, uh, you know, this corn market uh, be steady to lower to see that come to pass. And as long as the equities hold together, well, I, I tell you what, I could see fats really, really good property later on this year. Now, when we talk about equities, obviously, you know, we're, we are concerned with what the economic situation is. There's question marks over what the Fed will do this month. And then once the holiday season ends, what do you, I mean, what do we expect to see, you know, with some of that protein consumption and some of the, the better cuts that the people are buying at the meat counters again right now? Yeah, well, you've got to assume that, uh, you know, if interest rates continue to go up, it's going to put a little pressure on the consumer, I guess, feeling as good. So consumer confidence might tend to dip a little bit. But again, you know, you're in such a fundamentally tight situation with cattle, you know, that there's a real chance that uh, you can still see cattle prices pretty strong. But I've got to think that the consumer's mindset's going to change a little bit. They're talking maybe another half point here in December. Uh, it remains to be seen. Of course, you want to watch uh, jobs reports and whatnot. We had one this morning that, you know, wasn't exactly a, a huge uh, mover in the market. But uh, I think uh, moving forward, if you continue to ratchet up these interest rates, it's going to put a little bit of pressure on the, on the, on the mindset, if you will, of the consumer. All right. Well, with a lot of volatility in the marketplace or a lot of possible scenarios that could unfold here obviously you as you mentioned earlier protecting your investment protecting your your sales is is a is a wise idea you know folks want to talk some of those strategies with agmarket.net what's the best way for them to get in touch matt yeah just that agmarket.net or agmarket.app either one of those places is a really good way to be able to get a hold of us and uh, get our information research and our contact info all right matt well thanks so much for the information we'll talk to you again next week Oh, absolutely, bud. Thank you. That again was Matt Bennett of agmarket.net. Let's run down those opening numbers for you. March corn is down seven and three quarters at six fifty-two and three quarters. May down six and three quarters at six fifty-two and a half. December new crop twenty-three corn, one and a quarter lower at six dollars even. January beans up two and a quarter at fourteen thirty-two even. March up two at fourteen thirty-eight and three quarters. November twenty-three new crop up five and a half at thirteen seventy-five. Soy meal for January unchanged at 421.60, March up 40 cents at 420.10. Soy oil is down a buck 50 at 65.88. Chicago wheat down 18 and three quarters at 764 and a quarter. Minneapolis wheat down 14 and a half at 923 and a half. Kansas wheat down 29 and a quarter at 861. Oats for March eight cents lower at 370 and a half. On the Merck, December live cattle a nickel higher at 153.10. February unchanged at 155.42. January feeders 45 cents higher at 181.52. December lean hogs down 20 cents at 82.92. February down 60 cents at 88.60. Pork cutouts unchanged at 90.65. And class three milk is 15 cents higher at 20.35. Thanks again to Matt Bennett of agmarket.net for joining us on this morning's opening market podcast. I'm Dustin Huffman on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters. 